Hey, so I'm not sure if you heard, but we are bringing back the private practice bootcamp experience. So listen, this will not be an ordinary bootcamp. Yes, that's right. We are glowing up your experience and your private practice. So what does this mean? Are you truly ready to glow up your private practice and your life? So I'm talking about crafting a big vision. Stop playing small. Who does that? Okay. We are dreaming big beyond just clarifying your niche. We are actually going to build up your confidence in your business as an abundant CEO. Now, listen, I've had the opportunity to host over 25 boot camps in the last five to six years. And I know that I am really good at teaching and delivering that information. But one thing that I have noticed that is missing with therapists right now is that they need a hype woman. They need someone to encourage them to show up and to glow up boldly and unapologetically. So here are the details. We start on May 20th. We are going strong for four days with also a bonus money session. We also have added our Facebook group with challenges and activities. Listen, y'all, we working. So in order to sign up to participate in all pieces, I want you to head down to the show notes and get on the bootcamp experience list so that you can get started with us. Now, also our private practice signature program DTA will also be opening soon. So make sure that you check the show notes and get on that notification list as well so that you can be the first to know about all the juicy bonuses that we have coming down the pipeline. It is glow up season. I will see you in the bootcamp. Hey, my name is Dr. TK. And on this podcast show, we will uncover abundant tools to help you become the CEO of your business and life. I am a mom and wife who took the knowledge as a clinical psychologist working for a government agency and being a professor for over 18 years into building a multi six-figure mental health business and a seven-figure coaching business. Now listen, I will keep it all the way real. I will share my top secrets. This includes the good, the bad, and the ugly of what it takes to reach ultimate abundance. I believe that you can make an abundant living and become unapologetically successful, going after big business and lifestyle goals while also having fun and making a significant impact in your community and your home. So strap on your seatbelt and watch me challenge you to rise up to the person that you were meant to become. This is the Intentionally Abundant Podcast. Hey, welcome back to the Intentionally Abundant Business Podcast. This is your host, Dr. TK, clinical psychologist and the number one therapist business coach. So in today's episode, it has been requested from me from time and time again, how to, or people wanting to talk about scaling their business, specifically, are they ready or when will they know that they're ready to scale their private practice? Now, I would first slow down and define what scaling means. I have recorded some previous episodes on how do I know that I'm ready to open up a group practice? So I would highly recommend that you check out that episode. Um, But today we're going to be breaking it down from a general scalability perspective. And then I'm going to actually give you some examples of how I've helped clinicians um, grow their solo practice into a group practice, or maybe they came in already with a group practice um, coaching with me in the mastermind. However, they really didn't see the scalability in their back office, aka their bank account and or their team. They were just getting more clients and just randomly hiring additional clinicians whether they be licensed or uh, pre-licensed. 
And so um, when you think about scalability, I'm going to assign just a basic definition, which is you're going to be working less while earning more. Okay. Now I love scalability, especially as it relates to abundance, because if we're talking about owning our time, time freedom, these are all the reasons why we left the job, right? Or you're considering leaving your job is because you want that true abundant lifestyle. You want to be able to dictate how much money you make, how much money your business makes. Um, when can you take a vacation and for how long? So scaling your business is taking your company to the next level. And yes, I said company because some clinicians see their private practice just as either a side hustle or yeah, it's just my business. But let's elevate that because it's actually a company. Company Companies hire people. So also when you're thinking about scalability, it's really about expanding your reach, um, meaning who you can impact and your ability to serve more people with your products or services. Okay, so whether you want or have digital products, physical products like books and online store, you do speaking, you do workshops, you do coaching programs, you do group practice. At the end of the day, you are scaling what you can do with your time and your human capabilities, and you are able to not just serve 15 people, but potentially serve 100 at a time because you have to hire people or you get systems that can deliver your products or services for you. So something to keep in mind is that when you're scaling your company, your business, you're actually not just improving things for yourself. And so recently I actually put something on Instagram and I talked about how if your main goal is to simply scale your business just to make more money, you're going, your business is going to shut down fairly quickly because your mindset is not in the right place. So when I think about scalability, I think about impact. So when people come into my programs, they're not just a number. Now, I know that I may not be able to memorize everybody's names, but I think that I do a darn good job knowing people's names, but it's really about those people who speak up. Right. When you talk during coaching calls, I know who you are. Now, clearly, if we're in a room with eight people or we're on a Zoom call with eight to 10 people, then yes, I will know everybody's name over time. But my goal is to coach them, which means that they have to show up and clearly be prepared and ask questions. So my biggest thing is when I am opening up the doors for my programs or my live events and I'm welcoming, whether it be 12 people, 50 people or hundreds of people. At the end of the day, I'm looking at how can I impact more therapists, providers, healers so that they can have an abundant lifestyle? How can I teach them what I've done in my business and things that I know that are working in other people's businesses, but I can collapse how long it takes them to learn it if they're receptive? So that's all about positive impact in my community. Same thing with my private practice. Instead of me continuously serving individuals one-on-one, which I love, I am more in a season where I want to make a bigger impact even over there in my practice. So what I do is I collaborate with right now two different nonprofits and I will host workshops, trainings, in-person, online. Right now, majority of my work is with a nonprofit in LA County. I've been working with them since I actually had my job and then I just stayed in contact. Um, But nevertheless, I can serve thousands of people in a year, including staff and clients in the community. So really sit down and ask yourself, what impact am I truly going for? Are you just trying to impact your bottom line by yourself for yourself? 
Or are you actually trying to make an impact and serve more people? But that doesn't mean you need to work more. So I feel like that's pretty dope. I feel like that's pretty amazing that you're able to even contribute to the economy, that this can blow somebody's mind. You're not just serving people, you're giving people jobs. You're employing people so that they can put food on their table. Every time I pay my team members, it's not I'm grunting. When I look at employer taxes, I'm not grunting. Why? Because I have the opportunity to be able to help someone else be abundant on their own terms, okay? So now that we've done a brief introduction about what can scalability look like in terms of working less, earning more, making an impact, hiring people, and um, just going beyond yourself, let's just dig a little deeper and get a little bit more real, okay? Like more tangible. So scaling is not always easy. I would say, I'm a, I don't wanna say or never, but it's not easy. You have to first get out of your own way. It takes hard work. It takes dedication. It takes consistency, determination. You have to put your ego to the side. You have to ask for help. And yes, I said you have to because I haven't known, um, met anybody who's scaled their business to multi six and seven figures without getting any help. Even if the help is in your internal circle, because maybe people in your circle are a few steps ahead of you, right? It also requires careful planning. So I find it, you know, quite comical and I'm going to do it with my mastermind students this February. I give them an assessment. We technically give them an assessment almost every single in-person mastermind. And when we have our mastermind, AKA our conference in October in Vegas, we're also going to give them an assessment. And one of the questions on that assessment is, do you have your 12 to 18 month promotional calendar? And every time I give that to my mastermind students, they literally want to fill the paper to me, low-key paper cutting me in the front of the room. Well, why is that? Because therapists and providers don't sit down and plan out a promotional calendar. Why should they? All they got to do is get clients and hire a few therapists, right? But think about it. If you're hiring a therapist, isn't your role, for example, in a group practice to market that therapist? Maybe you went off and got a specialty because you got more time on your plate, right? So you can go and get all these certifications. Don't you have to market that? Oh, you're opening up or reopening up your office or a second location. Don't you have to market that? So there comes with scalability, careful planning. And you want to make sure as a business owner that you have the right resources to support that growth. So in layman's terms, let's just say if you are selling things through an online store, it doesn't matter what it is. And you come to me or you go to a coach and you say, you know what? I'm only selling like five of these items every week. And I'm like, okay, well, how many do you want to sell? I want to sell over a hundred. My question to you would be, can your business operations, AKA systems, can it catch four to 500 orders a month? And you may actually have to pause and think about that. Like heck to the no, what are we talking about here? Do you have an upgraded system through a Shopify store or however you sell your products? Is that even possible or do you need to upgrade? Do you need to pay for that, right? Something else to think about, who's going to be processing these orders? Who's going to submit the email marketing? These are all the things that you want to consider. So now that you got like my for real, real intro to scalability, really seeing if you can handle the increase in demand for your products or services. Now let's talk about 
where you can get help with scalability. Um, But before we get there, something else that you do want to consider when you're scaling is do you or have you sat down and created the right strategy to then go out to the community or online to scale your business? Do you have the right team members? Do you even have any team members? Or are you really only relying on yourself to make things happen? Okay, so as I give you these tips, I'm also going to introduce the differences with scalability from someone who's had a solo practice into a group practice. And odds are, I'm not going to drop any names, but I'm really just going to think about some of my past clients because a lot of my clinicians in our mastermind, they started with the Dope Therapist Academy and then they graduated um, into the mastermind, which is for scalability. So I'm going to share with you nine things to consider when you're looking for help in your business, specifically of different ways a coach can actually help you, okay? So number one, a specific business coach based on what you need in your business, because you definitely want to be clear on where you're going so that you can select the right business coach, is that that coach will help you stay focused and motivated. So think about it. When you're working hard to scale your business, because it's very different than having a solo practice or solo business by yourself, it's very easy for a business owner to get overwhelmed or lose sight of the goal. So for example, I'm thinking about one client in mind. This individual had no group practice when I met her. She only had five uh, clients, one of which was private pay. She had just left her job like two months before joining the Dope Therapist Academy back in, I think it was the end of 2020 actually. So she knew she wanted to have a group practice. She knew she needed to hire. I believe she had already hired a VA by going through the DTA program. She had already built out her um, profitability systems that we give them in DTA, but she recognized that, oh wait, delegation when I'm by myself, maybe with a VA, maybe with an admin assistant, maybe with a social media manager, that's cool for my private practice. But now we're talking about beyond my 15 a week insurance claims. Now we're talking about potentially like 50, 60, hundreds of claims. If you take insurance every month, we're talking about making sure that all of these payments are processed for people who pay private pay. Am I going to sit down and do that if I'm hiring five therapists? Like who's supposed to do all these things? So as you could imagine, if somebody jumps into group practice and I've been there, it becomes very overwhelming, very quickly. So a business coach can help you reel that in. And how that showed up in number two is that a business coach will help you stay on track and help you continue to push forward even when you know or you feel like things are getting tough. So with this particular clinician, I remember her first year in the mastermind, she spent the whole year. We actually had two clinicians who did this and it turned out so beautifully. And they both actually spoke on our panel at our conference last year. So what they did intentionally is they took the whole first year to build out all of their systems, which means that if you already had clinicians that you hired, you needed to slow down to speed up. So for one clinician, she had already started hiring. So she had to pause and then build the whole onboarding system. She hired a office manager, aka a super glorified project manager to build out all of her systems, build out her onboarding systems, record videos, all the things related to making sure that her clinicians 
were taken care of because when you hire people, you want to make sure that they feel good in the position that they were chosen for. Okay. Um, now this other clinician, she actually did not start her group practice until the second year. What she chose to do is build out all of her systems the first year. And then she started hiring the last three months of our mastermind year program. And then the following year, clearly she had a full thriving group practice. So the way that I showed up with the first therapist is that, um, and if you're not a therapist, I use clinician and therapist interchangeably. So what ended up happening is she would show up, the first clinician, and she would say things like, you know, I'm overwhelmed, girl, I'm tired. Like, oh my God, I can tell by her facial expression what would happen on our Zoom call because mastermind students got a VIP day. So what would happen time to time on our one-on-one call and on the group call is that she would express overwhelm. And then I would say, well, back up, like, tell me anything that went well since the last time we all talked. And it would make her stop in her tracks, slow down. This is the same thing I do with my therapy clients, right? But it can help in business. And she was amazed at how immediately she would overlook everything that was going right in her company and how much energy she was putting toward everything going wrong. And granted, they were big things that were going wrong, like clinicians leaving, clinicians going on maternity leave, needing to hire therapists, claims lost, not being able to be claimed. You know what I'm saying? A lot of big things that can make somebody feel like, ugh, I don't even know if I want to have a group practice anymore. However, from time to time, I would help my clients stay on track and more importantly, keep moving forward. All right. Number three, um, business coaches can help provide encouragement and support you need to stay motivated and achieve your objectives. So if your objective is I need to hire three individuals on my team, it doesn't have to be a group practice, but that's the example that we're giving for this podcast. It can be digital products, but you still need to hire people. And so if that's your goal, our goal in coaching, including masterminds, which is the power of groups, is that we will, in love, call you out. We will, in love, ask you high-quality questions. And those high-quality questions are, what has gone right in your company since the last time we all met? What have you done based on your goals you set the last time we met? What's gotten in your way or who's gotten in your way? Or have you gotten in your way of being more productive and efficient to getting those goals met? And then what is the next thing that you want to accomplish? So that's how we have our conversations in our mastermind more as a dialogue, right? But the goal is that we encourage you, we keep supporting you and keeping you motivated because you declare that you wanted this big goal. Number four, a business coach can help you identify and overcome obstacles, maybe even sometimes that you cannot see. So same clinician, one of the obstacles that I saw outright in the beginning is that she didn't have a hub for these team members to go in and see all of their assignments all in one place. So I shared with her what we were doing in our company with like two different project management systems that we had used. She went and researched different ones on her own. And then she decided to make a $5,000 investment per year. But that was one of the best investments that she had made because the system itself took care of the team members Therefore, she don't have to micromanage people. It also gave her office manager the ability to go into that system and set things up again. So this CEO of this group practice, this company doesn't have to scalability, getting your time back. Okay. Um, so with obstacles, you may experience challenges. You may experience setbacks. But again, as long as you're open and you talk to your business coach and or your mastermind group about where you're stuck, 
We can get you unstuck, but are you receptive? Number five, a business coach can help you identify these obstacles and then develop strategies to overcome them. So as I mentioned, if she would have just said, I feel unorganized, nobody knows where anything is, everything is scattered through my Google Drive or Dropbox, and then I say, you know, have you ever heard of a project management system, et cetera? And then let's just say this clinician says, that's too much money. I don't want to deal with that. That's doing too much. I only have one therapist right now and they're an intern and I don't even know if they're going to stay. My clinicians have never said that in my program, but I'm just saying, what if somebody like went down that rabbit hole? That means that they're not receptive to even hearing out the strategy, which in this aspect, it would be a system to be able to help them go and scale their business. Because what I'm really talking about is scaling their time when you can put something into a system and do a rinse and repeat every time you hire somebody, every time they have to open up a case, every time they have to update a treatment plan, every time they have to close a case, you can set up these project management systems to act like an employee. This is how businesses save money. She spent $5,000 on this system or she could have paid somebody $40,000 to do everything that that system does maybe even part-time $40,000, right? Number six, a business coach can provide guidance and support so that it can help you, the business owner, navigate through difficult situations. Big key, you're getting someone else's perspective beyond your own, that is key. Number seven, a business coach can help you develop and implement a plan for growth. So same clinician, now that we know and she's receptive to checking out these project management systems, The next thing I'm going to tell her is, okay, you know, the mastermind group is going to meet again in a month, you know, because we meet once a month at that time. And these are the two things that I want you to go do because we met one-on-one. Now go do them. And I want you to talk about them with the group because the point of having a group in a mastermind setting is that someone else may not be where you are yet, or somebody may actually be there and they may need to hear this information. That is the joy of different levels of people being in the room, moving toward all the same goal, which is scalability. So you don't have to have the same products in our programs, but you do have to have the desire to work towards scalability. Okay. Number eight, scaling a business isn't something you can do overnight. So don't just feel like, okay, I have a profitable private practice, whether you did DTA or not. All I need to do is learn email marketing. Boom. I got a launch. All I need to do is do a 30 minute webinar. Boom. I can make $10,000. It doesn't work like that. It goes in phases. We didn't learn how to be a mental health provider if you're a therapist overnight. We didn't get licensed overnight. There's reasons why the board has checks and balances in terms of why we have to do all of those hours in school and post-school, right? Because they need to make sure that we know what we're doing before they certify us. Number nine, lastly, a business coach can help you develop a roadmap, bringing all this together, for growth, which means we have to know where you're starting and where you want to go. And we provide you with guidance you need to execute your plan effectively. But please note, our plan is created on the goals, the symptoms of your business like treatment that you told us. So we can help provide valuable insights beyond what you see or what you hear. And of course, as I mentioned multiple times, recommendations based on our own experience in business. And so this is why I tell our community, you should be jumping for joy to connect with people who are eight to 10 steps ahead of you. And eight to 10 steps is not just about money. I would love to see my clients out of me in a bank account, but I love making money too. 
But what I teach in my programs, no matter whether you are in growth, the academy for DTA, for private practice, or you're in the mastermind for um, scalability, for services, digital products, physical products. We don't really do physical products, but digital products, um, services, and group practice. Your goal is to utilize my actual experience that I've had in all those things and the fact that I've invested half a million dollars at this point, if not more, into learning how to become a scalable CEO. You want to launch it? I've learned how to do it. I probably launched it. So why wouldn't you collapse the timeline with someone who's already done it so that they can help you shortcut your way to the end? So overall, as we wrap up this episode, is that hiring a business coach is a very, very smart investment. It can help you scale your business more effectively. That's what I want you to hear, effectively. You can connect with people. You can go to live events, but what are you going to do at the live event? What is the live event for? Because we're quick to go to a CE workshop, potentially on business, but most therapists don't even do that. But how is what you're doing going to help you attract your long-term goal? So that's why we converted, for example, the Therapists Deserve Abundance Conference. I mean, we still got our banner. We're going to pop that up. But we're this year focusing on being intentionally abundant in your business. And we are taking our smaller mastermind content and we're going to allow just for this year for up to 100 providers, therapists, and healers to be in one room together. Yes, at the time of this recording, at the beginning of February, we're a little over half of the seats being sold and we don't meet until October. Yes, if you heard the beginning of the episode and you didn't skip it over, let's just say, depending on when you're hearing it, you may have heard me say something like, oh my gosh, you now have the opportunity to secure a seat with no restrictions. It's called open seating, open season. What does that mean? Because we're getting very close to selling out the tickets, that's all I will say. I will then go and turn on a button to now make you apply for a seat. You will no longer at a certain date, and I'm not going to share the date on the podcast because it's based on ticket sales. I need the right people to be in the room. I need the right people to come into the room ready to scale. This event is not for, um, for example, therapists who want to grow a private practice. This ain't it. Just join DTA next time. Listen to my podcast for now. Go to the YouTube channel if you need to visually see me. Okay, this is not for the person who don't even know what they want to offer, but they know they just want to scale. They just want to make more money. This ain't event. This event is not for you. This is for the person who's willing to do anything that it takes to get their time back on a scalable level, hire people and stop being stingy, make a bigger impact beyond your solo private practice caseload. And you're ready to dibble and dabble into different streams of income to see where you really want to take your business so that you can make a significant impact. That's who we're looking for. We're not looking for confused people, okay? (laughs) So with that said, if depending on when you're listening to this episode, you'll know when you click the link, if it's open season, if it's sold out, or if it's application season, because the button will indicate it saying, grab your seat or apply for your seat, or there will be no button because it will say sold out, get on a wait list for something else. Okay. And this is a big question. So I just want to like, you know, nip this in the bud right now. When's the next time you're going to have a big conference like this? Because a lot of clinicians got attracted to the room with up to a hundred people like, oh my God, they had a phenomenal time last year. 
Well, let me let you know, you know, 2020 didn't do us no favors with live events. Would I love to have a big event again? Yes. Based on where the economy is going, is that where it looks like we're going for 2024? No. Now, last year when someone asked me this, I said, I don't know. Maybe. I'm letting you know, no. (laughs) Right? We have something phenomenal planned that's going to be announced at the conference all the way in October. It's a prime example of, do you have your 12 to 18 month calendar available and written down so that you know what your plan is, meaning you know where your business is going over the next one, three, five, 10 years, okay? So if you have any questions about what you heard on this podcast episode, or if you have questions about your suitability to see if you're the right person to come to the conference, what I would recommend you do if you're more questionable about it because you can't get a refund. Once your seat is your seat, it is yours, okay? So make sure you double and triple check those dates, Okay, and all that information is on the enrollment page. So you can DM me on Instagram. Just go to Dr. TK Psych. The link is in the show notes as well. And just DM me and say, hey, you know, I'm interested in coming to the conference, but explain your situation first versus just I want to come to the conference. I don't know if I'm the right fit. Like, let me know what I'm responding to first, meaning explain where you are in your business right now. And more than likely, I'm going to send a voice message back because it's a lot easier for me to do that and maneuver around my life with just shooting you a a voice message, okay? So don't be surprised if you hear my voice in your DM. But outside of that, I hope that this episode has allowed you to listen more and tune in more to your capabilities of scaling your business. I hope that if you want to make a significant impact, you will think about attending the uh, Mastermind, aka conference, but we use those interchangeably. But it will be a mastermind. People will be able to enter into the raffle for a hot seat, come on the stage, and we dive into their business and things like that. So um, if I don't see you at the uh, mastermind, then I guess that I will tune in with you on the podcast. If you love this episode, please make sure to give me a review, give me five stars, and connect with me on Instagram. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Listen, I am over here dancing. You just finished another epic episode of the Intentionally Abundant Podcast. Now, I know that flew by way too fast. So if you want more resources, head over to drtk.com forward slash link for additional abundant resources. Now, until the next episode, live intentionally abundant.